0: Welcome to The Weekly Square with me, Nat. This is your show where we bring you some of the top headlines from the African continent. We keep up with what's happening in the great content of Africa so that you don't have to. The date of recording today is the 6th of April. So let's get into it. So we'll start off with... Uh, Rwanda. So now, this is something we don't hear often uh, from the uh, from our African leaders. Rwandan President um, Paul Kagame, during a recent joint pre- press conference with the Kenyan President William Ruto, expressed his willingness to resign as president and not seek re-election. Kagame stated that his party was currently engaged in discussions regarding a succession plan. He is looking forward to perhaps becoming a journalist in the future. So that is definitely something to watch. Um, we've got some clips from, for you from Joy TV. Let's listen in.
1: The party, that it is an inevitability uh, that we have to find possible grow leaders and not for me to 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 decide who is going to be the next leader after me i think that also uh, is not necessarily uh, correct but create uh, an environment circumstances uh, that will give rise to people who can lead, uh, uh, irrespective of whether I like them or not. Because I think you, you brought it up referring to democracy, you're talking about governance, you're talking about good governance. In good governance, I don't think you want everyone exiting to be the one to decide who comes after that. So. Let's put that aside. But life has to go on. <laughs> so we have, we have to live our lives and and deal with these challenges. So I'm sure one day uh, I may join in journalism <laughs> uh, in my old age. <laughs> so and then we can talk about
0: so Paul Kagame, the journalist, uh, that is definitely one to watch. Um, and then moving um, over to Kenya um, with a, fa- a situation rega- regarding Facebook uh, and, and and Meta. Uh, so according to the publication, The Continent, uh, Meta faces a third lawsuit as ex-moderators... Um, Point to union busting tactics. Uh, workers who reviewed Facebook and Instagram content in East and Southern Africa say they were blacklisted for speaking out about their working conditions. Um, a judge in Nairobi has issued an interim order blocking Facebook and its partner, Sama, uh, who were the suppliers um, and managing the contract, from laying off its content moderation workforce. The layoffs thought to affect about 260 workers were meant to conclude by the end of March 2023. Uh, So this is a blow for Facebook's parent company, Meta, which outsources moderation globally using partners like Sama, Um, And doing that actually gives a distance if anything goes wrong, um, as it did in Kenya. Um, Meta argues that it could not be sued in Kenya because it did not directly employ the workers. Uh, But a Kenyan court has disagreed. Um, And the case is still to be heard. Um, So Summer, that's the company that um, Meta had uh, contracted to manage this contract, responded by shutting down its content review arm in January. Um, And in a court application on the 17th of March, those in line for layoffs argued that their contracts were unlawfully terminated As they were not issued a 30 day termination notice required by Kenyan law, um, and that their severance pay was linked to signing of non disclosure agreements, which obviously would have an impact um, with them speaking out about the working conditions. Uh, So, this is definitely something to watch out for, um, and sort of interesting to see that it's coming from Kenya. Um, and if we'll see other issues cropping up around the world regarding moderation and the like. Um, and then staying in Kenya. So according to Reuters, um, Kenyan opposition leader, Raila Odinga, said on Sunday he was suspending anti-government protests and was ready for talks after an appeal from President William Ruto Um although he did warn that the demonstrations could restart in days Um, in recent weeks thousands have joined three marches um, against high living costs and alleged fraud in last year's vote you will remember that there was a Kenyan presidential election where President William Ruto became president, but that was highly contested by um, Raila Odinga. Uh, So President William Ruto asked Odinga to call off the protest um, that he said had resulted in three deaths and injured more than 400 people, including at least 60 security officers. Um, So let's just play a clip from BBC News where Raila Odinga sets out his calls um, for protest. So um, let's just play that
2: clip. Our constitution under Article 1 says that the power in the Republic of Kenya, sovereignty that is, is in the hands of the people of Kenya. They can either exercise it directly or through their elected leaders. So we were actually invoking that article in our constitution. read together the Article 37 of our constitution, which gives our people the right to picket, right to present petitions, right to demonstrate as long as it is peaceful.
3: But there are those who will look at the pictures of protesters holding stones hurling them in the direction of uh, the police and even at some citizens. And then they'll say the constitution provides for people who are peaceful and unarmed. Would you not say that you're stretching the meaning of peaceful demonstrations if we do see protesters carrying stones?
2: There's what is called offensive violence. And there's what's called defensive violence. The two are not the same. The police went and basically sealed the residences. People could not come out. They are throwing tiagas at the people, within their, 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 their compounds. So people, therefore, now came out to defend themselves. They wanted to get out. And that's why they were luckily throwing stones at the police. So those two kinds of violence were not the same.
3: Do you see a situation where Raila Odinga and President William Ruto? sit down at a table to talk this out instead of the chaos you're seeing
2: on the street? I say, I've said that, that there are conditions uh, which must be fulfilled before we, we can have any, many uh, discussions. So Mr. Rito must first respect multi-party democracy. Secondly, he must agree that the server will be open. So that we can examine what is in the salary. Okay. Thirdly, he must stop the constitution, electoral commission uh, 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 before we can sit down uh, and and talk. And of course, finally, he must agree to, to address jointly with us the issue of the cost of living of our people.
0: that is Ryla Odinga setting out um, his point of view Um, and then just over to Namibia so Namibia lifts its ban on Irish poultry imports so um, Namibia has lifted a ban on importation and in-transit movement of live birds and poultry products from Ireland this is after the European country was declared free from the highly pathogenic aviation influenza The Southern African country, uh, Namibia, imposed the ban on several European nations um, in November last year following an outbreak of the aviation flu. So lifting the ban will allow importation and in-transit movement of live poultry, birds, raw poultry products, live ostriches, uh, raw ostrich products from Ireland. Um, And this was announced by Namibia's chief veterinary Officer Dr. Albertina Shilongo. Um, So this will um, have a huge impact on the poultry industry in Namibia. Um, And then over to um, a situation impacting Guinea. Um, So a Swiss a Swiss appeals court has upheld a guilty verdict against the mining uh, magnate Benny Stenmetz. Who was sentenced two years ago on corruption charges for payments to obtain permits in Guinea? The West African country has the world's richest untapped deposits of iron. Um, Mr. Stainmetz and two others were found guilty of paying or arranging the payment of more than 8 million, which is approximately 6.4 million if you're in the United Kingdom, worth of bribes to a wife of the former. Uh, guinea president lansana conte uh between 2006 and 2010 all three defendants to deny the charges uh the judges at the appeals court sentenced them to three years in prison mr stainmet's conviction um for forgery was overturned he said he would appeal the corruption verdict in Switzerland's highest court. Um, so that's a very interesting one considering a lot of the conversation that's happening in the content around minerals, around gold, precious minerals, what's happening with that. Um, but also, you know, there's different parts of the supply chain. So we're sort of seeing where we have, you know, the, the big... who are paying off people and all that sort of stuff. So it'd be interesting if the conversation starts to shift that way um, as it is in Guinea. Um, And then over to Liberia. Political parties in Liberia on Tuesday, um, on Tuesday gone signed a peace accord to prevent violence ahead of October's presidential and legislative elections. Uh, President George Ware said the accord signed by 26 political parties shows the country's commitment to national stability during the polls. Um, he went on to say, History has taught us that the risk of post-conflict countries to regress to war is extremely high. By any account, therefore, Liberia is a post-conflict success story. Um, so this is very interesting. One, to keep in mind, ahead of Liberia's October elections um, to see if indeed this peace pact and being intentional about holding uh, peaceful elections um, during and after elections is actually quite fruitful. So definitely one to pin and come back to. Um, and then over to Zimbabwe. Um, As reported by Shingai Nyoka for BBC News in Harare, a court in Zimbabwe has fined the spokeswoman for the main opposition party, CCC, $500 after convicting her of spreading uh, false information on Twitter. But Mahere is a prominent lawyer and member of CCC, which is challenging uh, pf in this year's elections. She was arrested two years ago after posting a video in which people said a police officer had fatally struck a baby with a baton um, and there were suggestions that the baby had uh, died um, when in fact the baby was alive and not injured. Um, and really helpful to note that this was a, a re- retweet um, of a post that um, a lot of people online were retweeting. Um, so, um, Harris um and th- there's clips of Fadima Harris' uh, family in court, um, obviously distraught about what's happening. Um, the prosecution had called for a jail term, um, and apparently this particular conviction um, had a jail term of up to 20 years. Um, the magistrate... Um, has decided to fine her instead, the $500 as mentioned at the top of this uh, piece. The magistrate said Miss Mahari had um, undermined the authority of the police and should have verified the information. Um, The case is quite controversial as the law under which she was convicted does not exist. The Constitutional Court struck it down because it violated freedom of speech. Um, so but the state continues to use it, especially against its critics. So that's a very um interesting one because the law does not exist. Um, so people in Zimbabwe and around the world rallied behind her, um, including former Liberian president, um, Ellen Sirliff, uh, who tweeted, Women around the world stand in solidarity with. Um, advocate mayere atala's advocate for human rights as she awaits sentencing in zimbabwe will be watching in hope that the justice system is not used as a tool to silence critics uh so this was whilst the verdict was was being waited for so um it is anticipated that the advocate will appeal um the the Will appeal the judgment. So that's Zimbabwe. Um, and then just staying in Zimbabwe, um, if you listen to the Weekly Square last week, we talked about um, the four part documentary that Al Jazeera is putting out where they're exposing uh, deep levels of corruption with regards to gold being taken out of c- the country. Um, and association with government and officials and the like. Um, this week, um, Information Minister Monica Mutwanga, Zimbabwe's Information Minister, um, um, announced that the government of Zimbabwe um, said that it had taken note of the four-part documentary series exposing massive corruption involving smuggling of gold, uh, money laundering and abuse of office, Um by 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 those um, name droppings they 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 said, and that investigations had begun. So here is a clip of her talking about it. Um, the background is a bit noisy, but um, here's a clip.
3: Government takes the allegations which are raised in this documentary seriously, and has directed relevant organs. To institute into investigations into the issues raised therein. Any person found to have engaged in acts of corruption, fraud, or any form of crime will face the full worth of the law. Government takes this opportunity to reaffirm its commitment to upholding local and international laws. Including laws relating to financial transactions, the trade of gold, and the other precious memories of our country. Postful behavior and name dropping by some personalities featured in the documentary, seeking personal gain and glory, should be never be taken as the renunciation of government policy. The government remains seized with the matter and the nation will be kept
0: apprised of any new developments, I think. Yeah, so the government is looking into this, investigating, um, and as I mentioned, that the um, video is there's quite a noisy background sounded like works going on um but they are looking into it Uh, there are recent reports um by one of the state media that um some of the assets of those uh named in the documentary have been frozen but it appears to be the real low-level um individuals um and you know So that's one that we are watching um, and the documentary um, is still going on. Part three of Al Jazeera's documentary is out now and part three seems to zero in on the role that Dubai is playing in terms of uh, facilitating turning dirty gold to clean gold. Um, So definitely one to watch um, and the the fourth part will be coming out next week and we'll talk about that as well. Um, So yes, so this is the end um, of some of the headlines. Um, So we'd like to get your thoughts on these and other headlines that we may not have covered. So do let us know if there's anything else that's happening that has been covered um, or Um, if you have any views about any of these headlines or any further insight, um, be sure to keep the conversation going on social media. Use the hashtag The Weekly Square. Um, You can email um, chatwithnatshow at gmail.com or follow chatwithnat on Instagram. Uh, This has been The Weekly Square, um, a Chat with Nat production, bringing you headlines from the African continent. And I have been your host, Nat. Have a good week.